couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted... It is Friday night. It is time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Hey, I wrote new jokes this week. What? What happened? Did I read books and then find out smart things and write jokes about them? That's absolutely true. Uh, also, I've been trying not to be political. Uh, it's really hard not to be political, right? Because they're throwing it at us everywhere we look. It's on your Facebook feed. It's on the Yahoo. It's everywhere. It's, well, it's Hillary. It's Donald Trump. It's everybody. They're all over the place. I don't want to be political, right? I'm a feminist, but I don't want to be political. But it's really hard for me because all of the language is political. Like, I don't want to be a feminist, but I have to be because there's man, and then there's woman, and, like, the suffix subjugates me, <laughs> am I right? Like there's a suffix on man, it's the whoa, man, I'll never be equal, because I'm always different. Is that something we already said was cool? Different, but equal, and oh, great. Yeah, I'm trying not to be political, you guys, I swear to you, I don't wanna be political, I wanna submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey, and I only wanna come out when there's free ice cream days, you know, like, Ben and Jerry's, they have one. Uh, Baskin Robbins, they have another. It's a great free day. I'll even go out for the 7-Eleven free Slurpee. It is not ice cream, but you can put alcohol in that. Yes! Every 7-Eleven, I just like traipse around the neighborhood like to all the 7-Elevens and get as many free Slurpees as I can. What I found is their pina colada flavor tastes great with whiskey, surprisingly. <laughs> like, what is that about? I love whiskey. Uh, but I am not, I'm trying not to be political. I don't want to do it, you guys. I don't believe in it. I don't want to, uh, like, I want to vote, but I can't believe in it because we only have a two-party system, you know, and everybody's the same. There's, like, Democrats and there's Republicans. But what we might not know about history <laughs> is that in the 1800s, like in 1849, there were 12 parties. 
There was more than 12 parties. There were like all these crazy ones. There were the there were the the, the ball rollers and the copperheads uh, and the federalists and the anti-federalists. And then there was a group called the anti-renters <laughs> in 191849. Can you believe there was a group called the anti-renters? There were also there was also a group called the pro-bank democrats. Yeah. It's sounding a little too familiar to today, am I right? Like, I live in San Francisco, and there's the anti-renters and the pro-bank Democrats. I'm like, I know you finally can afford a house, but you don't need to put it out to Airbnb, dickbags. Uh, there was also a group called the anti-Nebraskans. Who the fuck gives a shit about Nebraska? Can anyone point to that on a map? There was like, there was a whole group about anti-Nebraskans. Uh, I'm definitely never joining the, the anti-renters because I definitely believe in that. It's a problem. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about this, but lobbyists, the name lobbyists was coined because they were people that were not allowed in the chambers of Congress. They were not allowed to be in the part of the lawmaking. They had to stay in the lobby. They weren't cool enough to make laws. They had to be outside of it, right? The lobbyists. And now they make all the laws. It's all about corporations. It's all about ad campaigns. Money, what are you buying today, you guys? What are you buying off Facebook right now? Uh, they told me when I was depressed that I should buy a new cute dress for $12.99. Like I was looking up things about France and like what was happening in other parts of the world. And they're like, would you like to buy a dress for $12.99? And I'm like, shall I, shall I murder more children in Indonesia? Like what are we doing here today? It's good, it's good. Uh, I don't, I don't personally buy things because I'm a poor person. Um, yeah, right? Thank you. I'm a poor person. Good for me. I feel good about it. Uh, but I, I hate all these ads coming at me all the time, telling me how to be a better person or how to be sexier or how to be something other than myself. Yay, ads. Do you guys know what the first ad ever taken out in a magazine in the United States was? In, oh, good question. Wrong. In, in 1741, the first ad ever taken out was by Benjamin Franklin, and he was looking for a runaway slave. And now we're all slaves to advertising. Like, what happened? Like, what's the difference, right? Uh, in 1904, I couldn't flash uh, a hairy ankle without, without being a disgusting slut, all right, now? And thanks to Gillette now, if I don't shave my legs all the way up to my twat like a four-year-old girl, I'm a disgusting savage no one ha wants to have sex with. Uh, so I was shaving today, and I was trying to shave my butthole, and I was getting, like, in this. Here's my leg up on the side of the... And I'm trying to get to these areas to shave the parts that... Why am I shaving these parts? Gillette? King Gillette? 1904? What the fuck, man? Right? So there's a new uh, Gillette razor. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It has 17 blades. Huge, right? You can get everything. And the best part about it is the 13th blade is easily removable. So you can slit your own throat in the shower. Because you'll never be good enough. No matter how much you shave off your asshole, you'll never be hot enough. Ever. And who is shaving the ass? Are we supposed to do this ourselves? The self-razor. I have no idea. All I know is that advertising is for fuck all, and we should stop. We should stop listening and stop buying things. What have cereal straws ever done for you? Am I right? 
What is that about? I'm going to drink my chocolate milk through a cereal straw because that's a healthy breakfast. Yay, kids. Sugar, corn syrup. Let's raise our children right. Uh. I, I mean, I'm not even getting in the corn industry in the 70s and what happened with all of that. I mean, my God. I need to stop reading. That's the problem. Stop reading books. Just start reading texts. Just start seeing what the Yahoo News feed tells me and say, you know what, Hillary Clinton, you're right. I don't give a shit about your emails. Burn them. I actually believe, I actually believe that um, the emails that they've been trying to hide about the Benghazi thing, that's all a front. That's all fake. These are all emails between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump like four years ago after they had a Christmas party. And he was like, hey, Hills, what would be a great time? And she's like, what, Trumpy, what? Because, you know, they've had Christmases together. Uh, and he was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run for president. And she's like, what? That sounds like a great idea. And he's like, it's all for you. I'm going to make it a landslide uh, because I'm going to run as an independent party. But now he actually could be the actual Republican candidate. It's scaring the shit out of me. Like what was once a joke is now an actualized thing. And I'm like, we can't even write this shit. What are the the comedians going to do in 2016 if Donald Trump actually becomes president? It's going to be the heyday for comedians. It's going to be amazing. It really, it really will be. No, I mean, seriously, my parents are going to vote for him. I'm scared for the future. I've always been scared. That's why I submerged myself in a barrel of whiskey. And I, I don't, I don't believe in any of this. And then now I'm hearing that the whole French thing was all a farce. And it's all the ISIS is the CIA. And I don't know what to believe you guys. I, the ISIS, CIA is ISIS. ISIS and the CIA, they're the same thing. Yeah. Everybody's reptilian. It's true. But that's the thing is that reptiles don't have to shave. <laughs> so it would be so much easier if I could just be a reptile. I want to live in the hollow moon base where there's no... Uh, let me get a quick, let me get a, uh, a quick pulse on the audience. Um, you know, hot, not hot. Okay, um, shaving your partner's legs. Hot, not hot. Hot, I got a hot, hot, okay smooth it can be hot right uh plucking your girlfriend's nipple hairs i got two hots no way uh tweezers tweet uh i I, i'm going with hot on the hotter on the teeth less hot on the tweezers what i'm getting to is that um i have a lot of body hair that i don't know how to deal with and uh i'm supposed to I'm supposed to wax or shape. So I asked, I, it's a war. It's a daily war. I'm a Jew. I don't know if you guys knew that, but I'm a Jew. I have a lot of errant hairs that grow out of my body and uh, in strange places. And I have not been able to fight this war on my own. So I asked my wonderful boyfriend, I said, will you join the fight? And he said, yes. And he's been on board. He's been really great. And he plucks them and we look in the light and it's great. Except the other day we were standing at the bus stop and, uh, We're standing the bus stop, we're waiting for the 27, and the sun is shining on me joyfully, and it's a beautiful morning, and I feel really wonderful about the universe. I'm very, very high. And he looks at me, and he says to me, you are the most beautiful person I've ever met in my entire life. You have this hair right here on your chin. If I could get it, that would be... I was like... He, not now, (laughs) this is the wrong, you had two hours at home when we were laying in bed to see that hair, and now that we're out in the sunshine, now you see it? Wrong, yep, he did not have pocket tweezers, you guys. 
I'm not gonna let my boyfriend pluck me at the bus stop. I'm drawing the line there. No more heroin for us, all right? It's like, it's like when you get on the bus, you get on the bus and this g guy runs in and he sits down and he yells, Irene, Irene, I'm saving a spot for you. And she's like, I don't have 75 cents. And it's like, the bus is a 225. Like, what are you? You're not old. Anyways, I'm not gonna be that person on the bus. Uh, let's sing the song. <laughs> you wanna hear it? Here it goes. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. Granddaddy Perp, babe. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come to the clubhouse? Yay! 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 I am so excited for our showcase tonight. You guys should be wicked excited, too. Uh, our first two sets come from uh, the Happy Hour Open Mic. They had the best sets on the Happy Hour Open Mic, so they get to, they get to, they get to be here right now. Uh, the first one didn't actually have a set. He's just uh, a funny guy that missed a set, and I think he's funny. So we're going to put him up. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Tommy McGuire! Thank you very much, Pam, and thank you for that audience that voted for me for no reason at all. That's cool. Hey, this is my first showcase. The second showcase. You gave me a showcase before. Why do you like me so much? It's fucking weird. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like my dad. Um, yeah, guys. Uh, just, uh, anybody have the new iPhone 6? Boo! Sorry. I just came here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just updated iPhone 6, and I had like a lot of hopes for like, this is the new one, man. I was coming from the 4, and I got upgraded to the 6. And uh, you want me to show you how much it's bullshit? <laughs> how much, yeah. How much bullshit? Watch. Technology <laughs> has not advanced far enough. Oh, shit. Yeah, see? I can't even fucking figure it out. Grandpa. Siri, record my set. <laughs> Siri, who's my real dad? Here's what I found on the web for Siri, who's my real dad. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> More importantly, Siri, when's my real dad's birthday? I don't know when it is. Bitch, you need to get your shit together, because well, I almost called my dad FaceTime. Cool. Uh, um, Siri, am I a good son? I don't have an opinion on that. Your opinion, bitch? I need facts. All right, fuck your fucking technology. iPhone 6 goes back in the pocket. That was a new joke. Oh, man. So I, uh, I work with uh, children, believe it or fucking not. I work with teenagers. They allow me to do that in California. There's a reason why you guys are going to fall into the Pacific Ocean, okay? Uh, I work with teenagers. I've been doing it for five years. Uh, I'm very good at my job. But outside of working with the kids... Um, on a professional level, I, I lack in a lot of departments, like the professionalism of it. <laughs> um, I show up to meetings like this, you know, and I talk like this. And um, they basically, I got in a bunch of trouble because I, I spoke my mind, man. I speak from the heart. I don't pull punches and said some shit I guess I shouldn't say, but whatever. Uh, so they, they fucking cut my hours in half, and it was only 20 hours a week. So now I'm 10 hours. It's like fucking part, part time, like quarter time, whatever the fuck that is. It's, I'm just fucked, man. I'm like, and you know, it's, it's pretty cheap to live here in SF, so it's cool. Pump it, man. <laughs> I need some background music. Um, but, uh, like, 
it's just fucked up. They like they cut my hours because I'm not professional enough. And if some of you guys know me, like I showed up to my interview on a fucking skateboard, okay? And I complain about my professionalism. I showed up to my interview dressed like I'm ready for a fucking rap battle, and you're complaining about my fucking professionalism. I ended the interview with, oh, for sure, man. Bet. And now you're going to call uh, call me out on my professionalism? Fuck out of here, man. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just going to deflect, deflect, because it's not my fault. It's their fault, right? Right. Yeah. That used to be a good joke. Now it's, yeah, not working so good. Sorry, I'm just trying to fill 10 minutes. I've never had to do that before. I appreciate the opportunity. And I appreciate you guys sticking around. Um, maybe two non-comics, but uh, yeah. Um... I've been living in SF for 10 years, um, turned 35, and I still have five roommates because I'm very rich and I can afford that luxury. Um, and I had to kick a dude out recently for a myriad of reasons, but um, the one that, like, the original reason I was starting to really, like, wonder about this dude was he was, like, he was, like, pretty racist, but in, like, the weirdest way. Like, like I'm not sure if he thinks, like, Black people have like supersonic hearing or really bad hearing, but anytime he used the word black people, he would whisper it. You know, like I was in the bank the other day, get taking money out of the ATM, and uh, this black person like pulls up behind me, and I was like, "What? Why did you whisper that? Do you think he's just gonna fucking bust in the door like a black Kool-Aid man? You're like, wow, what you say, motherfucker? Like, what? Why? Are, it's so weird, man, and like." It, was, uh, it used to be my fun party trick uh, around my white friends because I live in San Francisco and I don't have anything but white friends, unfortunately. Um, and uh, I would just say black people at normal fucking tone because that's okay. That's an okay thing to do. You can totally do that and they shouldn't get upset. Uh, and just watch their eyes just go, mm, and then like scan the room like fucking racist terminators to make sure there's no black people around. It was fucking weird, and it's just like, just said black people. I wasn't saying, like, fuck, I didn't put, like, a fuck in front of it, you know what I mean? And it was like, fucking black people around. That's, that, yeah, fucking, that's, you know, racist. Racist, that's, but that's just racist. You're saying something racist, we put the F word in front of it, someone else's joke. Cool. But, uh, yeah, and he just didn't work out, man. He was a bike messenger, fucking tattoos, short shorts, you know. He started comedy with a surname, Jet Black. It was fucking just not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry, go fuck that dude. Oh, uh, man. But um, <coughs> sticking to the race thing. Again, so I work at a school, uh, middle school, and um, I'm the guy they call in to, like, quell um, fights or, like, I sit people down a lot when, you know, uh, kids are fighting and this and that, and I have the parents come in and I have to explain what happened. And they're like, you know, I said, you know, these fucking white Californian parents, dude. I just I can't fucking deal. I'm from New York, so I'm just an asshole from the inside. I'm trying to hide it, but it just comes out weird places. I'm just not used to this fucking crunchy Californian lifestyle thing. And so, literally, I, it was like three weeks ago, and uh, there was a fight between two students. And I sit them down, I'm like, well, listen, the whole thing started because um, your son called Jamari a faggot. And, w I mean, beyond just that's not acceptable to school, it's just, you know, it set him off. And, you know, he didn't, and he, and Jamari happened to be a little homophobic, so he just took it to heart, and he just started wailing on him and all that. And I don't, you know, um, approve of Jamari's actions and all that. And uh, the dad looks at me, the white guy, and he's just like, Jamari? 
Jamari. Just rolling his eyes. Just totally discredited him just because of the parents, you know, parents, the name his parents gave him. And, yeah, of course, he's a black kid. And, uh, yeah, dude, you named your kid Leaf. And not like the French kind, not like the cool, like, savant, like, you know, like, French kind, like, fucking a leaf, like, the fucking thing that serves no purpose besides oxygen. Never mind, that's, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, yeah, fuck you, dude. Fucking just name him Bobby, Chad, Brad, Thad, whatever the fuck. Just let people know he's white right off the get-go. So I'm trying to riff on, I'm trying to stretch the shitty jokes I've already had. It's, nah, it's all right. It's cool. Taking up time. Yeah, but, um... A sound guy. Do you require like a special chair for in there? For, for, like, I I don't I don't I don't. I'm sorry, senor sound guy. To like like, cause you, Sun Tzu. Sun fucking Zoo? Sun Tzu. Like, are you uncomfortable? Like, do you have the biggest balls of anyone here? I'm certain, no, and I'm not. And this isn't a sound like shade. But this guy. Uh, if everyone will can look at him, he freestyle raps, and he's white with a fucking beard. Not only that, I just saw him playing magic cards in fucking public as an adult. That takes balls. I'm not shitting on it. I'm not shitting on it. It's fucking like fuck yeah, man. You know what I mean? Because you're just saying like yeah, you can. Some assholes from New York would be like fuck, but no, that's fucking rad. And I I I. I respect your balls, man. And I respect I respect your talents. You could out rap battle me even though I look like I should probably rap battle. <laughs> and you totally shouldn't or don't look like you should, but you could sun me so hard. And I just I just wanted to take a little bit of time to compliment your balls. It's fucking it's it's great, man. Like, could you spit something for me real quick? You have anything on deck? Yeah, Mikey, 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 come on, boy. Come on. You couldn't even handle this, even if you were a masochist, even if you tattooed my lyrics to a plastic cast of masochist, you were whack gangster limbicist, lacking in experience, slivering over the vowels and tripping over every consonant. Yes, sir. See? <laughs> and again, that sounded like some serious shade, and it wasn't, man, because God bless you, sir. Fucking a man. Um, I was uh I was just walking around on my way to work the other day and I saw um this blind guy, right? He's walking down with a cane, doing his you know blind guy thing, just getting to his blind guy work and their house, whatever. Um, they have those, right? They live in like communes? No. Um, well, they should. Okay. No. Um, and I I fucking noticed this blind guy has a fucking bunch of tattoos. Like, not just one, like a bunch. And I had so many fucking questions. Like, I have a bunch of tattoos, like really awful ones I regret. But he has the luxury of not regretting them. Right? <laughs> like, think about it. Like, I had so many questions. I had all the questions, like, what? Why? Where? How? What the fuck? That was fucking insane. Like... Is it in Braille, too? Can they do that now? Is tattoo technology caught up to fucking the blind people? Like, I'm not saying he shouldn't get tattoos. He should. He has the right. He's an American. He's a white American male. He has more rights than everyone else. Get fucking all the tattoos you want, man. Fucking hey. I mean, I don't, I, uh, I don't think blind people should get married, though. 
Like that's just how I was. I was see. I I read the Bible. Okay, read the Bible. I'm saying, man, we're starting this right here. Fucking a. Um, voting Trump too, right? Let's go. Let's bring on the goddamn Carmageddon. But uh, yeah, that's so much been my time, and thank you very much for putting up with this shit. Thank you very much, Pam. Keep it going for Tommy McGuire! Racist to blind people. You know, I love blind people because when they're at the brainwash, I can eat their fries and they can't see me doing it. And that makes me happy because I'm hungry all the time. Uh, our next comedian, he also got my audience applause voting from the happy hour, the second 10-minute opening set of Pamtastics. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together. The amazing Sid Singh. Hey, we made it to me. Uh, how you guys doing? Yeah, I love watching Tom. Tommy, you're basically, you're too, like, you're the most New York person I know in San Francisco. Not hard, but, like, uh, I love it because you're very progressive, but you sound New York the whole time, so no one can tell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, fucking blind people, right? Hey, hey, don't get married, but, hey, do whatever you want. You know, make yourself happy. You should go fucking kill yourself, but, hey, you know, whatever, I, you know, respect your rights, you should vote. Like, I <laughs> You're not a person, but I do what you do. What makes you smile? You know, <laughs> like that's uh, which I love. I I I moved here from New York. I was only in New York for five years. Uh, I moved to uh, this neighborhood called the Tenderloin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome! It is terrifying. <laughs> I did not expect it to be this terrifying. I moved here from New York, and I I used to hang out in Brooklyn. So I was like, ah, nothing could be worse than Brooklyn. But you know what is worse than Brooklyn? The Tenderloin, by a lot. Uh, it's not even cl- like I, there's a neighborhood in Brooklyn called Bedsty, and Bedsty it goes Bedsty, do or die. And in the Tenderloin, it's like the Tenderloin, just kill yourself. Like don't, <laughs> don't risk it. Just do it before someone does it for you. Like it's it's, uh, it's very scary. Is what I'm trying to say. I I do I kind of enjoy it though. I would say it it's it. I thought it was scary. Uh, but it turns out, as a person of color, they they, they, they leave me alone. Uh, they go after white people, also known as big fish. All right. Uh, I do like I I have I have grown to like the tenderloin. I think my favorite part about the tenderloin is it just like puts certain myths to bed. You know, like a lot of people who are always like uh, like there's that one thing I hate, which is like you know uh, this coffee is amazing. This coffee is a lot like crack, and it turns out the tenderloin teaches you uh, no, it is not. <laughs> Uh, according to the Tenderloin, the only thing that is a lot like crack is uh, more crack. That's it. That's the because uh, a lot of those people have a lot of options for different kinds of crack and different kinds of coffee, and they pick crack 100% of the time. <laughs> they will spend the extra money to get crack uh, instead of coffee. I don't know. It's weird. I uh, I I go to law school there, so we had like a. We had a meeting with the police on like our first day of law school. Then they just wanted you like, listen, we just want you to know there are certain things that are going to happen and we are not going to do anything about them. <laughs> you just need to know, you just need to know that when we don't do anything for you, we are probably busy. <laughs> right? And there's a part of you that's like, all right, I will give you 
the benefit of the doubt, right? Oh, I saw someone pissing. I told you about it. You're like, I got something to do. That's fair. Oh, I saw someone selling drugs. Look, I got something better to do. That's fair. Oh, I saw someone getting shot. What exactly is it that you do? <laughs> Where? He was like, trust me. I was like, I will not. I will absolutely rest in peace. All right. Uh, man, it's weird. It's weird moving back, man. It's weird being back in the Bay. I, uh, I was hanging out with my dad. Uh, and I, I've come to realize my father is an amazing father. Uh, but he's a terrible dad. <laughs> like he sat me down recently and he was like, listen, I would sell my house if it helped you quit comedy and pay for law school. Yeah, because you might be 31, but you're still my son, damn it. That's when I realized he's an amazing father, but he's a terrible dad. Because it is amazing to offer to sell your house for me. But on the other hand, I'm 27, you guys. So he wasn't even close, like, but that's where my father's always been. You know, he's always wanted to do the right thing. He just hasn't always said the right thing, you know? Like, he's always provided everything except comfort. <laughs> like, him and my mom used to fight all the time when I was a kid. And afterwards, he'd come up to me, and he'd be like, don't worry. No matter how much we fight, we would never get a divorce. We would never do that to you. Yeah. But the thing about that is, you guys, even as a kid, I knew if your parents get a divorce, that is not your fault. But if they stay in a terrible marriage for you, <laughs> that is your fault. That is, oh my gosh, what a selfish eight-year-old you are. That is 100%. I mean, 50-50 if you have a little brother, but otherwise, I'm just saying, like, what kid deserves therapy more, you know? The kid with two competing birthday parties every single year? Or the kid with one really stressful birthday? Like, who should get <laughs> to talk to someone? Man, I, uh, I was just in India, because of course I was. And uh, uh, this is true. I'm getting married soon, you guys. I'm getting married soon. Yeah, yeah, I know. Thank you so much. Yeah, you didn't know that. My grandma told me so, so that was nice. Uh, I appreciated the heads up. Very kind of her. No, I wish I had told her the truth, right? But there's no fucking, there's no fucking way. Like I'm in my mid twenties, like uh, I, I, I'm into Sports Center. That's what I'm into. Like I am not ready to get married. Like the only thing I feel ready to do is get divorced. <laughs> are you kidding me? Your mid twenties are the best age to get divorced, because if you're gonna lose half your stuff, the best time to do it is when you got terrible stuff. Just like, oh, you want half of my stuff? Okay, do you want my roommate's Netflix account? <laughs> or my mother's Netflix account? Because you get one, and I will let you choose. We just said the sports center thing. Uh, I am also a sports fan, which I mentioned, because how else would you know? And uh, I'm a big basketball fan, and I was, I was reading this article, man, and it was like, yo, man, Michael Jordan is the first black billionaire and we should feel bad for him because he doesn't know what to do with his life now and uh no right no not a chance i will never feel sorry for michael jordan you know who i do feel sorry for larry bird 
You guys remember Larry Bird, the greatest white player of all time, right? Yeah, right? Here's, I, well, let me put it to this way. Here's what happened. Michael Jordan retired, and now he owns a basketball team because he wants to. Larry Bird retired, and now he works for a basketball team because he has to. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> Right. He's the one guy he doesn't apply to because Michael Jordan retired and he became the most recognizable face in the world. Larry Bird retired and he just became another old white guy. Like, you understand? Like, I feel like every time he goes to Indiana, he like walks into a bar and the bartender's like, I am so sorry. But the last four white guys also said they were Larry Bird. (laughs) So you're going to have to pay for your Corona, sir. There is no way you are Larry Bird. Maybe Joe Biden, but you're not Larry Bird. <laughs> I just feel like, like, I just feel like Larry Bird's walking around and he's just like, I was also in Space Jam, goddammit. <laughs> I was also in that movie. I had two scenes with Academy Award nominee Bill Murray. Show me some. Res- you know what happened when I played Jordan? I won. I won every time. All right. Uh, man. I, uh, I used to be a cancer scientist, but I cured it. Thank you, guys. Good night. No, uh, I was a cancer scientist. There's a lot of conspiracies about cancer that I did not expect. There's a lot of people who are like, you know, they could cure cancer right now, but uh, too much money in the pills. Yeah, too much money in the pills. And uh, as a cancer scientist, I can tell you guys, uh, no. You know why there's no cure for cancer? This is true, guys. This is real. The reason there's no cure for cancer is because finding the cure for cancer is hard. That's it. That's the only reason. (laughs) Guys, there are people in this room who are going to get cancer. And I just want you guys to know I tried my best, okay? Like, I I came in early at least twice. (laughs) It wasn't enough. Yeah. Turns out cancer and Sudoku, two things I will never solve. Uh, yeah. And it's weird, but it, I will say this. The one thing I will say that I resent is it's weird that there's no other, like, conspiracy. Like, no other job has this conspiracy, right? There's no one like, you know, uh, they could stop all the fires right now, but uh, too much money in hoses. Yeah, it's that, it's that goddamn hose lobbyist in Congress. How dare you make that joke? My mom died of liver fire. All right. Uh, it's weird. I'm always surprised. Uh, I'll end on this, you guys. I'm always surprised at how bad I am with women, considering I know women, you know? Uh, but uh, I, I was on tour recently. I was in Scotland uh, performing. And at the end of the tour, I got to go out uh, with this bartender at my venue. And it was going really well until the middle of the date when I found out she was 19 years old. Yeah which is gross, right? I mean, my mid-20s, that's too young, all right? And the worst part is not only was she 19, but, like, she was 19 the whole time, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, she wasn't hiding it. I just wasn't picking up on her clues. Like, she kept giving me all these clues. Like, she was like, oh, my God, I have never seen the original Star Wars trilogy, you know? Or like, uh, oh, my God, I turned 20 in November. Like, she's giving me all these clues, right? <laughs> just wasn't. All right. Anyway, I tried to bang her anyway, because don't judge me. And uh, we get to my door, and after a three-hour date, she goes, listen, I am so sorry, but I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Can we just be friends? Exactly. Can we just be friends? And I was like, no. 
You are 19 years old. It is so gross trying to date a 19-year-old. But you know what's worse? Trying to be friends with a 19-year-old. 19-year-olds are terrible friends. You know who's a better friend than a 19-year-old? Yeah, loneliness. Loneliness is a much better friend. Loneliness will never make you read Harry Potter fan fiction. Guys, I'm Sid Singh. Have a nice time. Peace. Sid Singh. Yeah, uh, I packed my car in Harvard Yard, and who did I meet but Larry Bird? Or was it Larry Bird? Or was it Larry Bird? I'm sorry. I learned that in seventh grade as the way to talk like a Boston person. That's, anyways, yay, sit, sing, yay, yay. Um, I'm gonna yell at the people outside. This is something I do because our next comedian is so amazing. You guys, our next comedian is so amazing. If you don't come inside, I'm gonna hold it against you personally as a personal affront. You must come inside for our next comedian because she's hilarious and amazing. Absolutely, we should start some weird cheer for her, but that would be weird. We'll just, We'll just say your name and I'll, un I'll, I'll try to, sorry, I'm gonna just untwist that for you so it's easier. You guys, put your hands together. She's hilarious, she's amazing. You guys, welcome to the world right now. Ruby Gill. You humble me. You humble me. Yes. I I don't deserve this, you guys. I mean, seriously. I just I don't know. I got hit on on the way here, so that kind of felt good. Yeah. <laughs> Except he had to look around to figure out what to compliment about me because he circled back like I accidentally I passed him in my bag, hit him and I said, "Oh, sorry." And I and I waved and walked away. And he and he circles back and he's like, "Hey, Nice shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm wearing the Dikey shoes. I could, and you guys, I know, Dikey is like a mean thing to say, but my sister who's a lesbian called my mom to style Dikey. So that makes it okay, you know? That makes it okay. Um, I, uh, I had a terrible week at my job and I am celebrating on Monday by going on a job interview. <laughs> Woo! I, uh, I work in property management, which, uh, you know, it's great to have problem-solving skills, know everything about the rent board, but it's just not that glamorous to know everything about a toilet, you know? <laughs> and just, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'll unclog your toilet. Let's hang out. Like, it's just gross. It's a gross way to close a deal. <laughs> it's just what I've been doing, though, lately. I, I don't know. I, I've never been on a, a dating app before. Uh, I'm not. I'm not now either. But I. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> but I know how out of touch that makes me with people and singles. And I feel. I feel off. Like I feel like maybe I, I need to be on a dating app. But I. I realize like the only one that would work for me is like, if Zipcar had a dating app. You know. <laughs> like just. Just pick me up on time. Return me on time. And make sure you leave me in a clean condition. <laughs> You guys, black dresses are ruined all the time, all the time. I, uh, I am sadly single right now, and I, you know, I, I, I woke up the other morning and I was like, whoa, 
I can't believe what I did last night. I connected with somebody. And he slept over, and he's still in my apartment. He's a small guy, real hairy. Um, I had a spider in my living room, you guys are trying to say, you know? And, you know, I hope it works out. Like, I hope he's there when I get home. Or he'll just leave me like everyone else, which is fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But I, I am single and crying about it. And I think, <laughs> I think that like, I think that for me, it's just hard because like, I'm 29 and this was the first time I'd ever seen a respectful man. And I'm laughing at that punchline because it's real and I lived it, okay? Like that's why I'm laughing. Um, but he was, he was really respectful, but the problem is, is when you're respectful, you're just also oblivious, you know? Like, uh, I uh, was uh, making my first move, you know, to commit the maritals, you know? My mouth, his crotch. When I went to do the gentlemanly thing and take off the rings from my hands, right? And I go, and, I'm, and, and he's like, you're taking off your rings? And it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to leave these things on and just just like wrap this thing in barbed wire and just punch at your crotch. <laughs> and then, just for funsies, I'm put those Bond metal uh, uh, villain teeth in and just, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I'm going to take my rings off, okay? Scuff marks don't belong on dicks. Why am I telling you this, you know? I think because, you know, you have to learn things from your partner, like in every relationship, no matter how horrible they are. You know, I've, you know, learned something from my partner. You know, in the past relationship that I had prior to this one, uh, my ex introduced me to my favorite yogurt, you know? And then he taught me that it's not called faggy yogurt, you know? <laughs> I was making a lot of mistakes in my grocery store. <laughs> How did you, I mean, like, did anyone know how to say that until somebody else told them how to say that? Phage yogurt. That does not sound appetizing at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you guys, I, I've been just so out of sorts. Like, I know I could definitely use a vacation. And I've been thinking, like, you know, maybe Boston, you know? But then it's like, you know, I'll just go to my living room and continue watching Cheers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> where everybody knows my name. <laughs> I'm on season nine right now, and they say it takes, like, watching a, uh, a whole show to get over a guy, and I'm, I know, like, it's 11 seasons. I'm close. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> season nine, he finally hooks up with Kirstie Alley. Spoiler alert. Shelly Long and Carla, the real Perlman fighting, was, like, the best shit ever. You guys, I am nerding out on Cheers right now, and it's feeding every part of me. Like, you don't even know. No one watches the show anymore. Coach. Oh, my God. I've totally been with a Ted Danson type. My ex was, my ex was a Ted Danson type. I, he just bought me a ticket to San Diego, and I'm going to go have a sexcation tomorrow. That is some grown-up shit, you know? That is some grown-up shit. And he's totally a Ted Danson type, like super handsome, you know? Like, we found love in a hopeless place. 
the backstage at a Maury Povich show. Wow. No. No, but he's like, you know, has multiple children from multiple ladies. And he's white, so that's definitely an accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? But, uh, you know, I... <laughs> I, um... I always... Like, I never give him the benefit of the doubt. And he's liked me more that I've gotten bitchier to him, you know? Like, like now I have just so much resentment against him. Because I'll remember the things that he'd do. Like, he, whenever he'd meet a new friend of mine, he'd go, Hi. I'm a former ab model. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? You're bragging about a title that you formerly held, and you weren't even elected into political office, okay? <laughs> And also, bragging about the fact that your former ab model is just saying, hi, I used to be hot, <laughs> but now, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not something to brag about. But, he, you know, he always makes me feel wanted. He always texts me. You know, he'll text me the most confusing fucking shit. Just shit like, uh, Ruby, I miss all the visuals from our relationship. That sounds disrespectful. <laughs> Though maybe this weekend I'm down. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> I shouldn't admit that on the mic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you'll just like text me like weirder things like, Ruby, I miss the hours of entertainment you'd provide. It's like, dude, I know you're trying to compliment me, but what are you trying to say? I'm finally saying, uh, the weirdest text, uh, Ruby, I miss all the, uh, by the way, he says that because he, when he types, he types a lot of U's and Y's, so it's those, Ruby, <laughs> Ruby. <laughs> I miss all the special features you used to have. I was finally like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? What is it you miss? He says, Ruby, <laughs> why'd you change the HBO Go password? <laughs> it's not even, uh, you know what it is? It was like, I was like, what if I just changed the, the name <laughs> password to long term? Do you think my boyfriend will ever guess it? <laughs> Probably not. Long term 86, you guys. <laughs> Always put a number in that password. Always. <laughs> Hide yo shit. You guys, it takes two to tango, but it also takes two to play hide the baloney, okay? <laughs> Choose <laughs> your adventure. <laughs> also, baloney is a great word that I really don't use enough. You guys excited for tea giving? Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving? Yeah. yeah, tea giving. Are you guys hanging out in the Bay Area? You guys like it here? Yeah, mostly. I wish I was fucking from the Bay Area. I, uh, I grew up in a sad, sad town uh, on the border of Mexico and California. Uh, not Tijuana, I see you back there. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Close, El Centro, very nearby, yeah. Really, really sad, though, you know? Because when people, like, ask me, like, Ruby, you know, where'd your local news come from, Mexico or California? 
I always give the exact same disappointing answer. Arizona. <laughs> KYMA Channel 11, Yuma, El Centro. We had some great I was raised on TV, sorry. <laughs> I, but you know, when I, I do think about that hometown pride, I always go back to this one memory in my mind, you know? There's a very motivational uh, billboard on the one road out of town, you know? Hopes and dreams, that road. There's this one billboard, and it just had all these flowers all over it, you know? Beautiful. And in big, bold letters it read, Chlamydia. <laughs> it's not a flower. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here you have a picture of all these pretty flowers, a word that suspiciously looks like a flower, but no dice. No flowers here, folks. Just STDs. <laughs> I love you. Come with me everywhere. Here I am being the inquisitive eight-year-old that I was. I'd always ask my mom, Mom, if chlamydia is not a flower, what is it? You know? And she would put her foot on the gas and say nothing. Probably should have told me that, Mom. Probably should have told me. I am spending Thanksgiving with my family this year. They don't live in El Centro. They don't live in the Bay Area. They made a shocking announcement to the family uh, earlier this summer. They said, kids, we're moving. We're moving to Indianapolis. <laughs> it's like, you tricked me. <laughs> I totally thought you were moving further. Kind of hoping for it, too, at this point. <sighs> but I do love my parents because they always remind me of things that I forget, you know? Like, uh, even though I was in mock trial in high school, doesn't make me a lawyer, no. Those two years didn't matter. <laughs> nope. Even though I successfully sneak into doctor's offices and uh, undress men's bodies for sport, doesn't make me a doctor. <laughs> Just a pervert. <laughs> and even though there's a favorite subway of mine that I frequent, uh, Van Ness and Fell, you guys, it's very clean. Very clean, you know? Bistro <laughs> No, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not a subway franchisee, you know? I'm just a shitty Indian daughter, you know? Not a doctor, not a lawyer. Don't own and operate my own subway. It's true. Disappointing yet true. Pamela, how many minutes do we have? <laughs> Great! Perfect! No, a minute and 30 is perfect. Because I am looking forward to the advice that I get from my parents this trip. I am 29, I am lost, I have too many gray hairs, according to my stylist. I need their advice. They give sage advice. My mom was recently talking to my brother, and he's a lot younger than me and asks odd bathroom questions, and I stick around to hear what's up. <laughs> and he was asking my mom, Mom, I have to pee, but I can't. Poorly articulated, but he was bladder shy. You know, he had the urge to urinate, but nothing was coming out. You guys have that going on too, right? Yeah, yeah, me too. Stage fright. It's, it's a thing. And my mom, with all the authority in her voice, just told my brother, 
you need to take the tip of your finger and run it along on top of your butt crack. Just give it a little tickle. And then the pee will come. It's like, what? <laughs> Folks, I was skeptical too. I was a negative Nelly, just like all of you. The first 15 times I tried it, I did not pee. Although I did come. <laughs> when I realized I probably should have listened to her advice more closely, I should stick to the top of the butt crack, you know? Don't go exploring back there, <laughs> you know? And when I did, the pee did come. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm gonna go try and make my mom proud and uh, think about her in the bathroom. Thank you so much, Pam! Pam Benjamin! Keep clapping for Ruby Gill! Uh, yes! Hey Ruby, you're going to San Diego next this weekend? I have this is this is nothing to do with comedy, but you must go to El Matate. Not no, that's up the street. No, El Zarape. El Zarape underneath the University Heights sign. It's just past Hillcrest. They have 99 cent fish tacos all the time. And they have 695 lobster chimichangas. I used to live in San Diego. Also, go to Sushi Deli. It's on University. They have these. You guys, I just, I'm going to dork out for a second. I wish I could make these tomorrow for Thanksgiving or whatever. But you take, a, you take a jalapeno and you cut it in half and you take out all the barbs and stuff. And then you fill it with the leftover um, spicy tuna roll, you know, because it's a sushi place. And then you cover that with uh, cream cheese and you roll it in panko crumbs and deep fry it. And they have like six of those for four fifty at Sushi Deli on University Street. Please, Sushi Deli and El Zarape. Write them down, please. They're my San Diego places. I'm sorry. Anybody who's listening, uh, we get, um, we had last, in October, we had 22,900 people download this podcast in the month. So that's very exciting. That's lots of people. So if any of you are in San Diego, go to, go to those places. I'm telling you, I have no idea who's downloading them and why they're doing that. It's so crazy. But because people like Ruby Gill are so funny. Clap it up for her again. Yay, Ruby Gill. So funny, yay. You guys didn't even know what's going to happen next. A sparkle wonderment. It's like a, it's a sparkle NATO is going to happen right now on the stage. Uh, you guys, put your hands together for one of the most amazing people in San Francisco. It's Asus, you better work. Oh my. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Beautiful people here at Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Make it clap like only you can on a Friday night. Thank you all so, so much. Oh, my hair gets in my way here. I'm so embarrassed. It is so intimate here. Thank you so much, Green Eggs and Pam, Make It Rain, Benjamins, for having me at your Comedy Clubhouse fiesta. Yes, make it clap. All right. Your outfit is so cute, Pam Benjamin. Yes, you know, it, it, it's so cute. Yes, you better work. It reminds me of me going to show and tell when I was five years old in kindergarten. I wore the exact same thing. You better get it. You are feeling good, girl. Yes. Oh, my gay God. Well, um, yes. 
It is so good to be here. You know, you have to excuse me. I'm, I'm getting over a cold. You know, normally I'm a little bit more, you know, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. But right now I'm a little more sneezy breezy, not beautiful cover your mouth girl. So forgive me in advance. Yes. Such a great crowd here. So intimate in here. Oh my God, I love it. Thank you so much to the piece of deliciousness of him over in that booth over there. So tender, so earthy, locally grown. Yes. And to Miss Thing out there who is uh, collecting the money from people, yes, you better work. She is turning blue at this point, girl. Somebody get her a coat. <laughs> oh, dear. And, uh, and Miss Ruby Gill, you, you always give me my life, honey. Yes, on the bill, Ruby Gill. So you were talking about a faggy yogurt. <laughs> yes, honey. Well, faggy yogurt has nothing on me, girl, because I'm about to serve fruit on the bottom. <laughs> Better work, make it clap. <laughs> yes. And I'm so excited here. We have youngins in the house too. We have uh, Benjamin Lal and Mikey, St Mikey Sparky Starks, is it? <laughs> is it Mikey Starks? Something along those lines? Yes. Oh, yes. Such tenderness in here at today's Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. Yes. I mean, Benjamin Law, you are so young and tender. I, it makes me want to call you Benjamin Lullaby. Yes! And I'll leave Mikey Starks in bark, so he better get ready for it, because 18 is the magic number. Yeah. And I know you two are university students. You know, that's the time to experiment. We're going to put a Benjamin Law. We're going to put the bye in lullaby. Yes! And so many delicious pieces of him here, Pam, uh, uh, Pam here at your uh, uh, Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse with beards, so many beards, so earthy, so hairy, so organic, yes. Well, watch out, gentlemen, because Jesus You Butterwork does not fear the beard. I smear the beard, so watch out, yes. And a special shout out to the endangered black bears in the house tonight, yes. <laughs> Watch out for my bear traps. I got them ready all over for you. Yes. Now, I've always been a fan of the bears. Uh, uh, my childhood idols growing up were uh, Christopher Robin and Goldilocks, respectively. Yes. My, my, thank you so much, Pam, Benjamin. Uh, my first job in high school was at Build-A-Bear. It said build it and it will come, and that bear sure did. Yum, yum. <laughs> yes. Well, now that we've broken the ice harder than Tanya Harding in the 90s, allow me to formally introduce myself. Forgive me. My name is Jesus. You better work. That's Jesus, as in most of you will probably remember me as Jose. <laughs> Middle initial U, which stands for Uranus. Because beautiful people here at Muni Radio and MutinyRadio.fm, listeners, of course, uh, for those that know me know that I'm very down to earth, but I'm even more down to Uranus. You better tell a friend. <laughs> tell an astronaut. Astronaut with two S's, yes! <laughs> and my last name is Better Work. No spaces, but with plenty of space for every race. That's right, Comedy Clubhouse. So all together, it is Jesus Uranus Better Work, and you know it does. Tell a friend or five and make it clap some more! <laughs> oh, thank you all so, so much. You all are sweeter than high fructose corn syrup imported from Europe. 
Well, now that we've officially broken the ice harder than Nancy Kerrigan's knees in the 90s, for those of you pieces of deliciousness that received one of my business cards, you know, some candy with my picture on it, and my humble yet fabulous Charlotte's website, HeySuiceYouButterWork.com, please do check it out, beautiful people. And do not worry, because my website, HeySuiceYouButterWork.com, like me, comes virus-free. So get your right-click, left-click on. Yes? Yes. And just a fun, just a fun fact about my business card, you know, the candy that accompanies my business card is specifically a blow pop. And between the blow pop and myself, I'm the better sucker. You better suck it to me. Yes. Pam, I wanted to, I, I, thank you so much. I, I wanted to dance for your audience tonight, but I'm not sure if we can make it happen, if the music would be loud enough. Okay. Well, let me, let me just, let me just do a little bit more verbalness and then um, the I just wasn't sure. Yes, it will eventually. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. You, you are. Yes, Pam, make it rain, Benjamins, girl. All right. Well, you know, before I get started with that, I, I just want to uh, point out I can't, uh, you know, come to a fabulous event like Pam's Comedy Clubhouse here on a Friday night at Mutiny Radio, dressed as is, and not give you all, you know, a little bit more information about my glamorous, glittery garb. You know, first and foremost, I wanted to impress each and every one of you with a big, dramatic size sombrero, but, you know, I started doing some laundry, I got distracted, and unfortunately, I left it in the dryer for just a little too long. <laughs> oh, it's so little now, I am so embarrassed. But, you know, I see most of you staring specifically at my silver sequenced quote-unquote coat. That's right, beautiful people. This is a silver sequenced quote-unquote coat. And it's a quote-unquote coat because it's actually a vest. It's not a coat. Yes, what you see here on either arm of mine is my actual arm skin. Yes, yes I have a very a rare skin condition known as sequence psoriasis that can only be described as itchy gitchy ya ya da da Oh, somebody gave me some medicated cream. I don't have Obamacare. <laughs> Well, if you think the sequence psoriasis on the arms is something, you should check it out from the waist down. I mean, once you get a glimpse of those shiny disco balls, you would have thought you were wilding out at Studio 54. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Um, I'm not sure if I have enough time to... You know what? I just want to start <coughs> dancing for you guys, if that's okay. Well... <laughs> Don't woo just yet. This is a new one. <laughs> this was actually taught to me, believe it or not, by uh, zombie boyfriends of mine. Yes, I'm very open-minded. Yes, yes. And I have no shame in saying that these were zombie boyfriends of mine because, um, not bragging or anything, but the rigor mortis is in the right areas for them. So, <laughs> yes. So I really hope you all like it. This is going to be a little weird here. It's confined. Girl, I've had orgies in spaces bigger than, uh, smaller than this. So <laughs> Let's just hope this works. It better work. <laughs> Be here.
much Pam oh my god that was amazing holy fucking shit you guys can please keep clapping for it's just your better work I can't even breathe because it's so amazing holy fuck what is happening on Pamtastic's comedy clubhouse here on mutinyradio.fm that was Jesus you better work and if you don't like him on Facebook you're an asshole like are you kidding me uh, hey, you guys, we are moving in to a... Has anyone ever been to Hayward? Oh, no. I have never been... I think I was in Hayward once. Okay, so when I was in high school, I used to run cross-country, and we went to a place called Hayward, and we ran by the lake and the weird thing up in the hills and the... Yeah, we did some races up there. And uh, I did okay, you know, I was the seventh member on the team and we ran, but that's the only time I've ever been to Hayward is I was running around in the hills. And then I heard that they made a college there. They're like, they're like, uh, Hayward, it's not Hayward State. It's like Cal East Bay, Bay, Cal State. Is it, they really have a college? Is it East Bay, Cal State East Bay. The boys are here from East Bay. Holy shit, I'm very excited for it, yay. The first one is one I've never heard of, but here's the thing. I, I trust people from Hayward and I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I think, I believe, you know what, it's because I've met Benjamin Lal and Micah Jake Starks and they're both from that place and I'm like, I believe in them. So they said this comedian is amazing and so you guys are gonna laugh your asses off right now. It's Jacob Vanderwilk. <laughs> Yeah, my name's Jakob. How you doing tonight? Jakob. I, I, oh, it's fine. I don't really even know how I'm here right now. Um, well, actually, I do know because I got a ride <laughs> over the bridge. It was terrible. That traffic is just terrible. But Squid, we're here. Squid. We're here. Yeah, that was just beautiful. I don't even. <laughs> that, that thank you. Oh man, that was just so wonderful. That just. Just liven my night up, just even more so. Thank you. That was just wonderful. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, trusting people from Hayward, I don't know about that. Uh, 
I've been, <laughs> I've been propositioned to buy broken cell phones one too many times. Like, hey, you want to buy this cell phone? It's, it's broken, but, uh, you know, like, no, no, I don't want to buy the cell phone. Go away. Go away from my residence. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is my third tall can, so, yeah. <laughs> trying to keep, is it okay if I put it there? Great. So I was watching the news uh, the other night, getting some Cron 4 action. Yeah, Cron 4. <laughs> anyway, there was this brilliant, there's this brilliant story. It was about these massive sideshows that were occurring in Oakland, out in East Oakland. They were shutting down the freeway. If you don't know what a sideshow is, just go do the research. Or like, you know, sorry, not having any fun. But basically, uh, they were shutting it down. Just crazy sideshows, and uh, it made me think. I was like, wow, they're letting everyone know that you can have North Oakland white people, you can have West Oakland white people, but you can't come to the East. No, no, you can't. Stay out. And it was also nice to know that uh, Oakland is good at other things than just attracting bandwagon NBA fans, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, go Warriors! Go Warriors, great, yeah, see? That's great. You know, Warriors, <laughs> Warriors are they're killing it right now. They are, they can't, they cannot lose. And it's just, it's amazing. Because uh, I used to watch them when they lose, they lost so much that I became a Kings fan. So, uh, nah, that, that team was awesome. But uh, it, it just brought me back. I felt really nostalgic watching those uh, stories about sideshows. I've never been to a real sideshow. I just saw a bunch on YouTube. Um, I'll give, I mean, it's just a bunch of people creating anarchy, and it's just crazy. They do donuts. They just take over. The police can do nothing. There's a video of them stomping out a car, and I watched it on LiveLeak. And, you know, you know it's like a crazy video from Oakland when they have that disclaimer, like, LiveLeak opposes racial slurs. But then there's still, there's still a little meme of a bunch of monkeys stomping on a car, like climbing on a car. And you're just like, how is that not a racial slur? Just because no one writes a racial slur on LiveLeak? That means I can post pictures that are raised. Like, I don't get it. Fucking lively. God, that's just such a bullshit disclaimer. But uh, it took me back. It took me back to the hyphy movement. I don't know if anyone here is from the Bay Area. I know we're in San Francisco, so. Uh, yeah, hyphy. Do you know that word? Yeah, you're hyphy all the time. I mean, hyphy in the tutu. Jesus is just hyphy as goddamn who knows what. I mean, good lord, he's so fucking hyphy. You were born hyphy, I don't even know. But hyphy's like a verb or an adverb, or I don't fucking know. I'm not too good at parts of speech. I went to a little weird charter school. They didn't teach us any fundamentals about the English language. But hyphy, it was a beautiful time. I mean, I was only in high school. I mean, I go out now. No, I didn't go. Yeah, it was kind of hyphy. Hayward High, yeah. Oh, it got, it got pretty hypey there. Uh, but I just, I can't, I mean, they, Oakland can have all the first Fridays they want, but I don't think the Bay is ever going to be as fun as the hyphy movement. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> <Ride> the <whip>. <laughs> 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 I, I see what you did there. You forgot the ghost because, like, ghosts, you can't really see them. So you just, yeah, ride the whip. You don't need to ghost ride it. Like, just, you know, it's a silent ghost. But, uh. Anyhow, <laughs> hyphy movement got kind of weird towards the end. You know, you had these rappers that wanted to keep it going, but they were just, they were young. They didn't really know where to go. So they're like, we're just going to be hyphy, like Sleepy D, D-Lo. I don't know if anyone ever heard of those. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew someone would know about them. But uh, D-Lo, 
D-Lo is this rapper. I don't know if you ever heard him. I'm sure you've heard D-Lo. Yeah, just because, I, I know, that, that was just stupid of me to assume that just because you didn't laugh at that doesn't mean that you don't know D-Lo, you know, because, okay. D-Lo was a rapper, and he made, he made a song where he's like, he basically just is, expressed his opinion about how he doesn't give a fuck about no-ho, right? So, and when I say no-ho, I don't mean like North Hollywood, like, you know, a ho, like, it was like D-Lo, D-Lo. And he states his name like five or six times. He's like, I don't give a fuck about no-ho, right? And, uh, you know, he got really popular because it was just a huge, it was just a huge song. It was a big old beat, you know. You know, like a Barry song is really popular when you hear people rapping it on BART. Like they're not even playing it from a cell phone or a speaker. They're just, they're just singing it for no reason. Just like, can you stop, please? Can you please stop? This was like circa 2007 or something. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. But so he kind of disappeared, came back about a year later with a song called You Played Me, right? And this song, it was all about how a woman like stole his heart and his hard-earned money and she played him. And I was like, D'Lo, I mean, come on, choose a side here, choose a side. Cause you, <laughs> do you think that none of your hoes ever listened to the radio? I mean, <laughs> Come on, like you can't talk all this shit about how you don't care about them and then expect them to be like loyal and stay around. I mean, come on. One of them is going to get smart and take the money that she's supposed to be making from like prostituting herself and just leave, you know? <laughs> fucking deal. Like, this fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. I'm like, I know you're done with the lollipop and you're just giving your opinions, man. I like, you got, you got some logic, man. You're, you got some. <laughs> I wish, yeah, <laughs> hey, whatever works, LSD, LSD, uh, not here, but, uh, man, this hyphy stuff, it just, yeah, I was going to transition, but hyphy stuff, oh, my goodness, LSD is so hyphy, <laughs> it is, it is pretty hyphy, oh, good times, good times at the clubhouse, we having fun, yeah, Amazing, amazing. I actually, I actually ended up at a, uh, <laughs> a Sleepy D and D-Lo performance one night. <laughs> I don't know how. It's a function. I don't know if you, I mean, Sleepy D and D-Lo. They were, they were two rappers. I was just talking about one of them. <laughs> so Sleepy D was a brilliant rapper. He made a song called Sleepy Fucking D. So basically, so like D-Lo just said his name, D-Lo, D-Lo, D-Lo. And then Sleepy was like, hey. Uh, I'm gonna like one up you and just put fucking in between my <laughs> two names. <laughs> but anyways, a function. Does anyone here know what a function is? No. Okay. <laughs> Bay Area people. Okay, great. So function is basically just it's a f kind of you know hip whatever what have you word for an illegal party for a bunch of kind of underage people. So basically they just they turn an establishment into you know a dance hall or what have you and uh, they're throwing at restaurants anywhere you know anywhere you could just cram a bunch of people into so i ended up at one it was like a graduation function it was in union city which is the worst because it's on the outskirts so you know everyone's going to be coming there like trying to act extra hard so yeah does that does that mean like a okay awesome and <laughs> it just it was just it was terrifying it was terrifying I walked in there, just, you know that feeling where you walk in somewhere and you're like, I might not make it out here tonight, you know, I might not make it out. 
I might not make it out. That's when you know you have to have good friends. And uh, we were at this party, and these guys started performing. It was terrifying. Um, just madness going on. Everyone had to, you know, claim where they're from, blah, 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 North Oakland, West. You know, none of them are actually from those places. Like, maybe they used to go to their auntie's, like, barbecues there, but they're all from the, you know, suburbs or whatnot. And my friend grabbed me. She's like, Yaku, we should go into the bar because we were at a Mexican restaurant, of course, because that's where functions occur most of the time. And she's like, here, we should get some water. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. So I went to go drink out of the glass of water. And she's like, you should, you should be careful. You should have this straw because you might get herpes if you drink straight from the glass. Like, oh. we're at a function right now. I'm not worried about herpes, okay? I, I want to make it out here alive, okay? Oh, goodness gracious. Anyways, you know, one more thing, one more thing, Pam. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> do my thing. Anyways, so I, I've been riding my bike a lot. I've been riding my bike so much. And, uh, you know, had this car. Um, it met an unfortunate end on the Dumbarton Bridge. It went up in flames, like one of those stubborn Buddhist monks, you know. And it was just like, I mean, like, <laughs> it was like, can we reach an agreement? I, you, you acted so drastically. Like, I know I pushed you, but you're just being unreasonable. Why did you just, why did you have to just go light yourself on fire? But the, the point is that I got a new car today, and I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, after all that pain, all that back pain riding my bike around, I feel I drove it around for two hours today, and uh, I'm terrible at driving clutch. And I'm also terrified that it's going to get stolen and turn into a Mexican taxi because <laughs> it's, it's just, it's apparently the taxi car in Mexico. So, yeah, I'm a smart Californian. I bought a car that is the most popular taxi in Mexico. That's just brilliant logic there, Jacob. Anyways, thank you all. Yeah, if all, it, yeah, when I give up at this, I'm just gonna go become a Mexican taxi driver. Give it up for Mexican taxi drivers and yourselves and Pam, yay! Keep it going for Jacob Vandervilk. Vandermilk, Vandervilk. Uh, hey, uh, he should, you really should move to Mexico. It's a good idea. You just move with your car and you find a sign that says, say, renta, and then you hang out by the beach forever and you become a Mexican taxi driver. So, uh, in honor of the young men that are here from Hayward, I'm going to try to do the splits because I'm a 41-year-old woman and I can do handstands and I can do cartwheels, but I used to be able to do the splits and I'm gonna try here. You know, I will do it with the microphone in my hand. Okay, this is this is for the this is this is for the boys. Oh, yeah. Almost, almost. It's so close. I used to be able to go all the way down. Oh, I'm so far away. This is so not close. This is so difficult. Oh, it's no. Oh, no. I can only do it with a half leg. I suck. I'm not in sh I am not as flexible as I was when I was 36 and that makes me sad. Uh, but what doesn't make me sad is that our next comedian is half my age. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, you guys are going to love him. I mean, okay, so I'm 41. I think you're 20 now. Uh, it's, it's you, Mikey J. Starnes. It's you, Mikey J. Starnes. It's you, Mikey J. Starnes. How old are you now, darling? 20. 20, exactly. 
So he is, he is, uh, he is less more than half my age. I don't understand math, but I'm 41 and he's 20 and he's hilarious. And I'm gonna yell at these people outside to fucking come in to listen to your set. God damn it. Hi, Suggest, it's nice to see you. Put your hands together, the very hilarious Mikey J Starks. All right, this is about to get amazing, you guys. It's about that time. I didn't mean it's hype it up with so much cocky shit. This, this, is, a, this is an amazing show, you guys. It's, Jesus is... I have to tell the people outside to give a second. Oh, shit. But Jesus, the whole time Jesus was doing his dance, I was, like, standing behind him, like, the moms at the beauty pageants, like, doing the dance with him and shit, like a proud mom. Like, shit was amazing. Oh, man. There you go. That's right. Uh... Look, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys could tell. I'm a bit flaky on my jokes. So if you wouldn't mind throwing out a topic, bet you I can make it fucking hilarious. Just throw out anything. Bet you I could kill it. Come on. Keep it. Come on. Throw it at me. I heard telescopes. I heard telescopes. I speci- that's, the, that's the point of the joke, ma'am. That's the point of the joke. Obviously, she didn't get it, but that's okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is obviously going great. This is, this is what dreams are made of, you guys. This is, thank you so much. You, give it up for her for helping. Come on, you guys. Thank you so much. You were ever so kind for fixing the mic that I brutally destroyed. Uh, <laughs> This is just me and you now. It's just me and you. Let's just talk about the destruction of this mic stand and what it really means to our society. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, let you guys get to know me a bit. Uh, recently, my mom came up to me and she said, hey, Mikey J, I want to lose weight. I said, that's cool. She said, I want to take it a step further. I want to lose the baby fat that you gave me when you were born. I don't think that's weird because I'm 20 years old. I only think that's weird because I'm fucking adopted. Like, what is, come on, just take responsibility. It's just fat, bitch. Uh, I love my mom. She's cool. It's my nigga. Uh, I have a girlfriend. Uh, No, I don't, but for the sake of this joke, I have a girlfriend. And uh, she she wants me to be more aggressive, you know, with, with her and life and things like that. So I decided to talk like Batman because I guess that helps. Uh, it's because I'm really nerdy. And like, I'm really getting into this Batman shit now, you know? Like uh, the other day we were having sex. She was like, ooh, whose pussy is this? I was like, Bruce Wayne. She said, well, I was like, Batman, bitch, be cool. And uh, like, I'm, I'm really, really getting into it. You know, like I move like Batman. I grunt like Batman. I threw a batarang at her fucking forehead like Batman. I'm really getting it. I'm sorry that I did this as a sex gesture. You got to fuck like your favorite shape, and I like circles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, octagon. <laughs> I don't know that many shapes. Uh, no, but for real, this Batman sex shit, like, you really get into it. Like, it, fellas, you have no idea how much your sex life improves when you're fucking, and boom, swoosh, and pow, pops up as you hit <laughs> Let you know what you're doing. Uh, I'm gonna try this one out. Uh, I have a little cousin. 
He's like uh, he's like four years old, and everybody's like, "Oh, your little cousin." He's like, "He's really cute. He's so cute. He's so he's a little little guy. He's cute." But I take care of him, and like when I take care of him, all he does is is he whips his dick out and just starts swinging it, right? And so uh, the other day I was uh, it was, it was Halloween, and uh, he can't say candy. He says Mandy instead. He says, I want some Mandy. I want some Mandy. And then my girlfriend, she's like, oh, that's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, that's cute. But it's nowhere near as cute as when he starts swinging his little dick around the house, just running around, hugging kids and whatnot. And I don't know why I thought that would get me cool points, but it did. So there you go. Uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. I'm so sorry about this, y'all. I'm just distracted by this thing of money uh i'm really poor so you know a dollar in a big ass jar just looks amazing to me and i only like all the other money is behind the sign and i see one dollar and that's getting me so wet like i'm <laughs> i'm really poor uh there's a tip jar there's usually a tip jar in the middle of my set so if you want to donate to the foundation of a dropout college student it's your boy uh Let me think, let me think. I used to go to film school, and uh, film school is a cool place. Except people judge me, make fun of outfits I wear, you know. The other day, this girl, she came up to me. So, oh my God, what are you wearing? That outfit is so yesterday. But I told her straight up, bitch, I wore this yesterday. Like, don't judge me. <laughs> they make fun of my dietary habits. I'm a black dude. I like to come up to school with six or seven boxes of $2 chicken. And this girl, she said, that's not healthy. She was like, you know, that's not healthy. Shouldn't do that. 40% of what's in fried chicken is nothing but grease and fat. I said, that's cool. But 100% of this person doesn't give a fuck. Like, don't judge me. Leave me alone. I think I fucked up. Did I say 100%? I don't know. But uh, yeah, man, we out here. <laughs> we out here. Uh. Squid, there you go. <laughs> it was it was fun. Like you could I like the last guy who was up here, Yaka, he was he's really cool, he's a cool dude. And like you could hell tell he was just in the car with us for like a whole hour just because he kept saying hyphy and fuck shit like eight other times. Like, yeah, we was in the car with him and uh you know, gangster shit. I don't know what's going on right. I don't know if y'all could tell. My blood sugar's dropping really really low right now uh i'm diabetic and uh, oh my god if i wasn't black that would be so sweet fuck she just offered me a bunch of chicken man that is that is amazing fuck and i want to take it but it's like i want to take it so bad because i love chicken and oh man I oh man no nah, but that's oh man and then it's recording this document everybody's and I'm looking you, it's me and you with this. And I'm like, should I do it? And then I'm like, this. And I can smell it. It's, come on, y'all. Now this is, this went from a comedy set to, all right, he'll take. This went from a comedy set to debating on whether or not my hungry ass should eat some chicken. And I feel like on stage, I don't want to be the guy that, I don't want to, first black, the first black dude to come on stage tonight and I got chicken grease on the microphone and shit. Oh man, you got any Arizona? You got any? What else you got? You got any purple drinks? Some pork rinds, collard greens? <laughs> oh man, 
That was really, oh, fuck. Oh, man. He took the chicken. Oh, fuck. That was, nah, I'm not going to. This, this is the best day of my life. I want everyone to know this right now. This, that's the best thing I've ever been offered. And I felt, even right now, as I watch you enjoy that beautiful golden bird, I realize I probably should have said, yeah. Like, sometimes you got to be the stereotype. Fuck it. You got four pieces of good chicken and Tupperware right in front of you, offered by a lady who felt like, man. <laughs> Come on now. She passing out poultry, everybody. <laughs> she passing out poultry. That's what this is now. This is a poultry set. Everybody outside is missing out. This woman is giving out free chicken. I swear to God. Every single one of you are missing out on this beautiful golden bird. I'm sorry, sir, you missed. There's no more chicken. There's no more. Ch sorry, man, you missed out. I ate it all. No, I didn't, but I, man, it's cool, man. Gentrified chicken. Gentrified chicken. God. Give it up for her one more time just for offering me chicken. Oh, man. That took a lot of heart. She that, to touch your hair. Oh, fuck. I know. Why is weird shit? You know, like a few months back, some dude here tried to touch my afro, and it would have been okay if he would have asked permission, but he walked up to me and petted it like I was something at a zoo. But you, you were kind brought out the chicken, you let it shine in the light. Oh man, my mom don't even serve me chicken that nicely, god damn. So what do we do now, you guys? Where does this set go from here? Do we keep talking about chicken? Or do we start talking, let's just, do I got any dick jokes? Let's see. Nope, let's keep talking about that chicken. I don't feel like talking about my dick. We don't need to talk about my dick. We need to talk about that chicken. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to just start going up to open mics, giving people chicken, just out of the kindness of my heart. It's not because I'm black, you know. I just I saw you over there, and I thought, this person could use a nice piece of golden bird. I got to stop calling fried chicken golden bird. I think that's setting black people back a few years. <laughs> like we worship it and shit. <laughs> Poultra. <laughs> Oh, man. I know, I know. I've been talking about chicken for like five minutes now, man. There's so much. <laughs> Let's talk about pork, y'all. Don't you hate when your pork is in? I don't have no pork material. I think this is just, I think this just shows how much I've always wanted to talk about chicken on stage and was never given the opportunity. And this woman blessed me. <laughs> Oh, man. I just, I still feel bad I didn't take it. Now, after this, I'm going to look at her pocket to see if it's, I'm going to steal the chicken just to be blacker. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to steal the chicken. Oh, my God. This is, my mom gave me Bart money to talk about chicken in front of y'all. <laughs> this is, this is my life now. Friday night, I'm not fucking no girls. I'm talking about chicken in front of 13 people. Is it 13 in here? I feel cool if I actually got the number right. Oh, man. 
my mom does not support my goddamn comedy. And I think it's because she thinks people offer me chicken on stage. And I think she think I'm taking it. But I need her to know I'm not taking it. And it's not for me. It's for my people. Uh, <laughs> I'm staying. And you don't know how much it hurt. This, you don't know how much it hurt. If you know me, you know chicken is my DNA. Like, chicken grease and diabetic blood is how you make me. Like, oh man. I love this. This is why I love Mutiny Radio. God damn. I'll give it up. You know what? I think. I think it's about that time. I think we've been fried up from this chicken feast. Oh, man. God. I should marry you just for offering me chicken. I've never had a woman offer me chicken. Oh, my God. I know someone's the priest here. There's got to be one. <laughs> There's got to be one out here offering chicken. She's a priest. She's a savior. I'm gonna, oh my God, I'll marry the chicken and you and the, you know what guys, it's about that time for me to go home and <laughs> eat some chicken. <laughs> I'm Mikey J. Starks, thank you guys so much. Give it up for Pam. Mikey J. Starks, killing it. Hayward boys in the house, in the hizzy. What is happening? It was, I, there were some cute things today about drive-bys, and I was like, how do I respond to that? <laughs> we're going to have more fun than a drive-by. <laughs> how do you, what do you do? It's, but that's the thing, is that Facebook is so weird. <laughs> what do you say? And then some people don't have a sense of humor, and they can't see it in 140 texts characters and then those are Twitter people but I don't tweet or twat so I'm so confused I don't know how to make anything work uh, but I do know uh, is, is Santa Salvo here yet she's not but you know who is oh done and you are Let's keep this Hayward train a rocking uh, the Richmond train doesn't take you to Hayward does it it's a Fremont train. It's the Fremont bound. It's the Fremont bound on the BART. Oh, I have never, I've only been to Hayward once and it's so confusing so I don't understand what it's all about, but I know that they breed comedy there. I know that there's like a strange womb or a triangle that like keeps putting out like comedians that are very, very funny. Our next comedian, he is the funniest person, yay! And he's like in such a tiny package. <laughs> I love him! Put your hands together, you guys. It's Benjamin Lal! Woo! Keep it going for Pam, everybody! Yay! Oh my god. Uh, I hate, like. I could do whatever. Oh, shit. All right. Let's get lit. I can, uh, uh, since, since, since the theme of the night is Hayward, it's only right that the Hayward's only son comes out here and kills it with 20 minutes. You feel me? I'm dying on the inside. Oh, man. I hate that Hayward is like my number one characteristic as a comedian. It's like, 
It's like, this guy isn't that funny. Or like, you, the, I, the people like before they knew I was from Hayward, like, this guy tells the best dick jokes. But ever since I'm like, yeah, I'm from Hayward, everyone's like, oh, that's the Hayward comedian. <laughs> and I ruined it for my friends because I roll with the crew. Mikey J is one of them. And uh, most of them are from Oakland. But since I'm like so outspoken about being from Hayward, like, they're automatically from Hayward. And uh, he lives in Hayward now. He lives, in, he's my neighbor. And, uh, I hate him. Nah, I, I really, uh, Mikey J, I love you and your chicken. And uh, man, we've been through so much with chicken. Like we've we've known each other since high school. Uh, I saw him fight someone over not over chicken, but uh, uh, <laughs> he's got upset over food though. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> like, bro, come on, take me to KFC. It's Tuesday. The fuck? Two for Tuesday. I get a breast and a leg and a biscuit for five. Take me to KFC. Like, we've gotten in, we've fought. We have literally fist fought over a lot of things, but chicken being one of them. Oh, uh, man. Hayward is in the house. Uh, hey, I'm, you've only been to Hayward once? That's all you need to go. Like, you don't need to experience Hayward anymore because that place is, I love it. But... But it's like have, it's kind of like having like a child with a crippling disability, you know. Like it's kind. I'm not gonna explain why, but uh, <laughs> I fuck with. Like earlier, Pam was like, Pam was like, oh, I heard they, I heard they like came up with a college at Hayward, at Cal, Cal State East Bay. What the fuck is that? Like I, I go to Cal State East Bay, Pam. Like, <laughs> but I, I live. I was born and raised at Hayward, so I automatically get in. Like that's a, that's a fucking fact. I didn't have to pass the SAT or anything. Like I just fucking, it's a state school. Nah, I passed the SAT because you know how you get like 200 points for writing your name? I just wrote my name a whole bunch of times. <laughs> Everywhere. And I got to college. It's not that hard. It is not, I'm uh, I was uh, I was gonna get a degree in theater with a emphasis in unemployment and uh, it's exactly why I didn't, I did not. Fucking business, that's what I'm getting my, because I'm about the business. No, that was bad. Uh, I'm about the business, so I'm getting my degree in business. No, I'm a communications major, because uh, it's a big word. I think it'll look good on a degree. Like, I don't, no one ever communicated to me what the fuck the degree means, but I'm taking 16 units a quarter for it. It's, yay. I'm actually the first person in my family to go to college, which is very exciting. That, that was too long of a pause, because that only means I'm gonna be the first one in my family to drop out of college, make some noise for that, yay. Pew, 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 sound effects. You know, we don't got none. We don't got none here at Mutiny Radio, but I love Mutiny Radio. I love Mutiny Radio so much, it's so cool. Uh, I like this, I used to come to Pam's every Friday, back when I didn't work on Fridays because I had to pay for bitch-ass college. And uh, I used to, um, I used to, I, I I really enjoy this is one of my favorite mics. I started I started doing comedy here. I really I really love it. Uh, it's a lot and it's a lot better than other mics. To be honest. Like I've I've been going to Oakland a lot later because uh, lately because it's like closer to Hayward. You know the geography 880 and whatnot. But uh, those my a lot of Oakland mics suck because I go to mixed mics and mixed mics are filled with struggle rappers. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with struggle rappers, uh, you guys probably met them in your everyday life. You ever go to the gas station, some dudes out front, 
Like, hey, man, I'm just trying to keep real music alive. Take this CD. <laughs> or you're on Twitter, and you're like, wow, this Adele song really is really good. And some dude named Young Lil Money <laughs> is like, oh, you like Adele, homie? Well, check this out. It doesn't sound like Adele at all. <laughs> it does not. Uh, I went to a uh, mix mic in... San Leandro, so lightweight Oakland, lightweight Hayward, right in the middle, actually. And uh, a team of struggle rappers, a group of struggle rappers, a whole squad of struggle rappers approached the mic. They came to perform their hit song, and I'll sing it for you now. Uh, sing along if you know the lyrics. Uh, it's on iTunes. Uh, we got all the money and the bitches and the cars. She got it. We got all the and the in the cars. cars, money, bitches. Cars, money, bitches. Bitches, money, cars. Bitches, money, cars. Bitch, bitch, car, car, money. Bitch, bitch, car, car, money. Look outside, we got a whole bunch of cars. What's inside those cars? Bitches. What those bitches got? Money. <laughs> That's pretty much the hook and the bridge. And uh, they performed this this single, and it was. Rocked the crowd and it was really exciting. <laughs> then they all got off stage and uh, hopped on bus because uh, <laughs> they weren't rapping facts. They were, they were lies. There were no money bitches cars. <laughs> no, I really do envy struggle rappers. Uh, this, is, this isn't where I want to be in life. You know, I had goals when I was younger. I'm plan A, NBA player. I don't know why that always gets giggles. It's not ridiculous. <laughs> I could fucking hoop. God. Okay, so plan A, NBA player. Plan B, rapper. Plan C, NBA player who rapped in the off season. <laughs> plan D, stand-up comic. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is I don't have to give up on rap yet, guys, you know? <laughs> I can still drop that fire mixtape, and uh, I could post it on mutinyradio.com. And huh? your shoes are like, those are like the big guy. They're not the, your shoes. No, they're, they're the uh, Jordans. They're Jordans, good job, Pam! <laughs> they're Jordans, it's like 91. This will go down in a day of white history, Pam. <laughs> was able to identify Air Jordan 1s. Woo! Jordans! Jordans! Oh, so woman identified a shoe. Come on, man. That's not an accomplishment. For her it is. Because she was really struggling to get that out. Like midway, she's like, fuck, what if they're the wrong shoe? Oh, no. What are these? are Kobe's. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, uh. Oh, man. I'm glad she, glad she was able to identify them. Uh, because I spent a lot of money on these just for confidence, you know, because uh, I don't I don't really like myself. Uh, damn, that got sad. Uh, I love I I, lo I I do like these shoes. Uh, damn, you distracted. I'm not I'm not supposed to get on my shoes, Pam. It's okay. Uh, back to rap. Was I talking about rap music? Hey, thank you for hearing it outside. That means a lot. Struggle rap. Oh man. It's a long, long history of struggle rap in Hayward. Stru Hayward is a struggle rap capital of the Bay Area, uh, especially South Hayward, 
And um, those from Hayward know what I'm, I'm going to leave that up to you to figure that out, why South Hayward's the worst. Uh, man. What about rap music? I don't really want to. What's next, guys? Uh, why do I like rap music so much? It's because my dad uh, made my mom listen to Tupac while I was in the womb. And uh, West Side, you know, it, was really, it really gets in you. Uh, I'm a, I was really stupid as a kid because uh, I did not realize that my dad was homeless for a while. Like, I, I just turned 20. I, like, two years ago, I realized my dad used to be homeless. Like, that, come on, where's your awareness, son? Like, what the fuck? Like, it's really frustrating. Because my, par- my parents separated at a really young age. Well, they weren't young. They were old as fuck. But I was young. And so I never really, like, realized that every time I wanted to see my dad, my mom would drop me off at the nearest park. Uh, it, 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 I thought he really liked basketball. I thought he was out there working on his jump shop. Nope. He was living at the park for a while. Uh, yeah, I know it's sad. You get a lot of fucked up fatherly advice when you got a homeless dad. He like taught me where the warmest bushes in the city were <laughs> for sleeping and uh, for sleeping. He didn't teach me about the birds and the bees. He literally taught me about birds and bees <laughs> and other wildlife. So that was his competition for food. He's pretty much a volunteer park ranger. Uh, Ah, yeah. Nah, I, li- I like, I like, I like telling that joke. I like telling that joke because, uh, because my dad ain't shit. Nah, I like telling that joke. My dad's cool. Uh, he just turned like 48 or something, and I texted him on his birthday because I don't like seeing him in person. And uh, I said, "Happy birthday, Dad." He said, "Don't." He said, "Don't say that shit to me, son." I said, "What's wrong?" He said, "I'm 48 and I ain't got shit to show for it." And I said, "That's not true, Dad. You got me." And he said, you ain't shit, son. You know? I'm just trying to say I got a great support system here, guys. Uh, I miss my mom. My mom was a beautiful woman. She was a great lady. She was really just really wonderful. And uh, she's still alive. She's just a total bitch now, you know? <laughs> try, try to kick me out the house. Still wants me to do, di- do dishes. It doesn't make any sense. It's not chores, mom. It's a fucking job. If I don't live there, it's not chores. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Pam's fault. Pam, I, Pam commented on my shoes and walked out and left me empty inside. Because if someone brings up my shoes, I'm gonna want to have a conversation about my shoes. Like this, it's because they're fucking fly. I'm fucking dope in these right now. Thank you. <laughs> oh shit! I never would have thought I would got like applause for Jordans in. Unless I was in Oakland. You, ha- you still have chicken? No, I'm good. Mikey J, this is just your set again. Like, Do you still have chicken? Why would you offer chicken? What, you still have chicken or you don't have? You're, mo- you're moving your head both ways. You do have chicken. On you or is it in? Where? Pull it out. Drum roll, please. Do I get to keep the container too? Oh. Okay. Yeah, open it up. Free Tupperware! Hold on, I'm on stage though, so I get priority chicken. Uh, I'll take this. What they had? Drumsticks? So what I'm doing now, this is, stra- this is strategy, comedians. 
if the host tells you to do 20 minutes out of nowhere, start eating chicken because it gives you time to think about your next joke. I'm really good at strategy. I'm like the quarterback. I'm like, I'm a play caller. How's the chest? Oh, the skin on the chicken? It's good. Oh, chess game. Yeah, I, I don't know how to play chess because my dad was in prison for a while. So all he knew how to play was dominoes and uh, homemade dice. And uh, <laughs> if you guys don't know what homemade dice is, it's when you uh, tape a bunch of dominoes together and throw them on the ground. <laughs> much. If I didn't get this chicken, I don't know where my set would be right now, to be honest. Like, what the fuck would I talk about? I got, like, I'm out of material. Like, I just got chicken now. Uh, it's not, it's not. I could, I'm not gonna rap right now. And I ain't shit. Uh, what about rap music? Let's talk about, I, I, I analyze rap music a lot. Uh, Tupac. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna, I wanna be a college professor and just start off my lectures like Tupac. And then just, that's the first day of class. All the syllabus says is Tupac. <laughs> Tupac had a music video where he was dancing with chicken, see? It's like, it's like things fall in place. Like, God damn, it's beautiful. Uh, is the chicken good? It actually is. Where'd you get this from? Where do you work? No, it's not about me. Oh, it's not. What if you don't work at no place that doesn't, it doesn't even have chicken? Okay, go ahead. I just gave him permission to throw away his chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a real professor. That was just a joke. Yes. Yeah. That's, this is my plan. And I want you guys to keep it in this room. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not really that sorry. It was, it's free chicken. Like, who cares what I do with it? Like, if I pay for this chicken, hell yeah, I would eat every piece. Let me be a little selfish and just drop it. Watch the next comedian gonna be like, oh, bro, I had chicken. Why does this mic smell like so much chicken? Like. Oh man. <laughs> What's your plan? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that was a big ass bite. Mm. This is my plan to be successful so I can retire and become a college professor that teaches about Tupac. I'm gonna design an app. I'm gonna design an app. It's be called, it's gonna call damn it's salty actually. Uh, it's gonna be called Ad Runner. It's gonna be called Ad Runner and the, it's an eight bit video game. And you run, and then different kind of advertisements try to attack you. Yeah! That sounds, that sounds fucking cool. It is, yeah. And then, uh, like it is, because if, you, if the ad gets you, you gotta jump over the ad. But if the ad gets you, you gotta watch a five minute fucking ad. <laughs> and your phone locks up, and you're forced to watch it. So all the advertisers are gonna get the money back. I mean, they're gonna pay, they're gonna be like, oh shit, five minute ads. We're gonna design some ads just for this game. Here you go, Ben, or uh, Ben Industries, whatever I want to call it. I haven't got that far ahead in the planning process. Uh, 
And then it's just I want, when I launch the app, I'm gonna have I'm gonna give away ten thousand dollars to whoever plays the longest without clicking on an ad. And so like hella people are gonna play and hella people are gonna click ads. I'm gonna make all that money back. And then uh it'll be like Flappy Bird pretty much. But uh Why are you so embarrassed at my set? What halfway through this you knew it wasn't going anywhere. Like why? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Pam just like do twenty and walked out. Like I'm like, okay. Uh what else? This is some good ass chicken though. Like really, I appreciate it. Mikey J, we, we gotta go home and talk to Hayward about this. Like just have a chicken show. Uh what else? Back to rap. Rap music. Probably the greatest American art form ever. You got rap music. You got jazz. You got planking. <laughs> you got rock and roll. You got corporate greed. Uh, you got, that's pretty much, that's, those are the best American art forms. During the East Coast versus rap, co like East Coast versus West Coast beef, uh, a lot of like, a lot of rappers, like West Side rappers, like Ice Cube, like all the West Side Connection, Mac-10 and uh, Dub C. <laughs> That's all Ice Cube Connections, three, three members, West Side Connection. And uh, they would diss East Coast rappers in the funniest way ever, because back then, everyone on the West Coast was wearing khakis. And uh, back then, everyone on the East Coast was wearing baggy jeans. And so um, they had a lyric that said, Fuck your magazines. <laughs> Fuck your baggy jeans. And uh, welcome back, Pam. You missed a lot. Uh, Sorry. No, it's okay. It was just a lot of chicken talk. And I, I discussed my chick chicken. I guess. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into some real jokes now because I just, Pam's back. You want to hold this for me? Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> you could eat it too. I don't care. Uh, um, she said no. Uh, I'm not black, <laughs> and I'm never gonna be black. And uh, I had a dream like that once. It's just a, it was a dark room, and someone said, "You ain't black, and you never gonna be black." And I woke up, and uh, curly hair. I do have really curly hair. It's because I was born prematurely, and I got caught. If my hair got caught, and uh, no, but uh, <laughs> he said, "No, that's not how birth works." Uh, no, um. Where, where, what, what was I saying at first? Black people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is my black people joke. Get ready, guys. No, that's not how I put it. Uh, I feel like I'm 20 years old, so I live, like, a lot of my life, uh, like, online. So, like, my whole, like, teenage years are all documented, like, in a public forum. And I don't, like, that's the most uncomfortable shit ever. Like, I don't think no generation has had to deal with that. Like, I, like, I've been on, like, Facebook and MySpace for about 15 years. And so all my awkward years are documented. And so I was uh, back on MySpace. And there, there's a picture of me in seventh grade. And uh, this is when o Obama was running. And I'm, I guess I was black at the time. I th well, I thought so. Because I'm at a black student union meeting. Uh, the picture, there's a picture of me at a black student union meeting wearing fat farm jeans. And uh, it's the one with Fat Albert and the crew on it. And it's down the leg, had Nike blazers. And I had a shirt, I had a shirt, t-shirt that said, Obama is my partner. 
And that was play off the D-Lo lyric that we're the CL Simon's my partner. He's the one that showed a nigga how to bust a chopper, you know. But it was a play on that. And it was like it was like a fist up. And I was like, the caption was, we gon' over we gon' over overcome, brothers. And oh. it was just really uncomfortable. Uh like I had a hat that said, uh, yeah, I had a hat that said Obama 08. I, don't, I think Obama's the only president where you could like sell swag like for that like that candidate. Like you, you don't see anyone else with T-shirts that say Hillary blood. Like you don't see that. You don't. You don't see that. Uh, damn, where are we? How long? Oh shit! It's been 20 minutes. Woo! Yes. I could go longer, but I'm really I'm sweat I'm musty as fuck now. Uh, um, you, no one has a, a snapback that says Hillary on it, but I would get so many bitches if I had a snapback that said Hillary on it. Uh, that was a really bad, ignorant joke. Is this what I close my 20 minutes with? Just, it's just nah. Uh, anyway, go back to like early, early MySpace days. I had a, I, I was reading message. I was not smooth at all. Um, I was, it was about, we were in summer and it was about to, damn, I'm not prepared for any of these jokes at all. Uh, I'm gonna just leave you guys with this. It's really hard to beat a crackhead at rock, paper, scissors because all they pick is rock. <laughs> Boom, there we go. Pam Benjamin, everybody. Come back, oh yeah. Keep it going. Oh my Lord, Benjamin Lau. Knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? Like, are we all on the same page? I don't think he did. Do you think he did? Cool. Sounds good. You guys, that was the end of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. What an amazing showcase we saw. Sid Singh is back. Things are crazy. Uh, very exciting things. This is the strange happenings when we move in between. Pam Dice's Comedy Clubhouse and the Ship of Fools. Holy Talia, the Ship of Fools is amazing. Did you guys know about this? I don't know where we are in the middle of things, but what I have to say is if you haven't applied for the Mutiny Radio 2016 Comedy Festival, then you're a dummy. You have 10 days left to apply. It's free to apply for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. It's March 2nd through 6th next year, and uh, you have 10 days left to apply. But you know who has already applied? And you know who already has a show, and he's going to be choosing people for that show? Oh, yeah. It's your amazing host of the Ship of Fools, Todd Farnham! Why clap it the fuck up? Is this mic on? Smorkin? Cool. How you guys doing? It's here for Pam Benjamin. All righty, the mama bear of Mutiny Radio. Yeah, talking about her asshole, laying it down, nannying the youth of San Francisco, future drug abusers. So excited <laughs> you can rub off on such beautiful, soft minds, ready to be molded into rebels, rebellious kids. Yeah, how you guys doing? How you feeling? Feeling good? Yeah, we got a good energy here. I'm gonna just uh, go on ahead and uh, close the door. Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. Fuck your shit. Yeah. Fuck your bullshit. You're either in or you're out. 
Right? Right? Yeah. Cool, man. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about this. This is a funny joke. Yeah, you guys, I want to give it up for, for my housemates, Rosa and Teresa, for coming through today. Yeah, they're feeling good. Got lit on some, some screwdrivers, had a couple bong rips. They're feeling righteous. Cool, man. Um, this is, so you, you guys are going to love this joke. So I've been trying to let my girlfriend, uh, or get my girlfriend to let me come on her face. Um, yeah, it's, it seems pretty straightforward, right? I was like, hey, like, this, you know, let's, let's do this. And she was like, no, it's degrading. I was like, but it's good for your skin, right? Um, and, I, and she was like, prove it, prove it. So I went on my computer, I, I looked it up, and there was a research study done by a German institution 